Podmoth. Hello, friends. I'm Taya. I'm Sammy. Wait, did you look at them then? <laughs> yeah. They're in the shared Google Drive. I saw it. I didn't read your notes. Oh, okay. I just looked at your memes. <laughs> okay. And welcome to this episode of the Offbeat Worm Podcast brought to you by the Pod Moth Network. Guys, it's Fight to the Death Week. Woo! Oh, yours is so good. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Thanks. We have not seen each other in a hot minute. A hot minute. A lot has happened. I got a fake tattoo machine. <laughs> um, yeah. Sammy's phone doesn't work. Probably. You need to call someone yeah, about that. Yeah, but you can't. Because it, your phone doesn't work. So it's a little awkward. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for Fight to the Death Week. Ooh, me too. We got a good one today. <laughs> Do you want to turn the lights? Wait, 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 wait. Can we make the That's lights just red? Just a little bit. <laughs> yes. That feels really good for fun. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that is so cool. I'm a little intimidated right now. <laughs> anyway, it is fight to the death week. We got a great pair up. Oh, sorry. I just. <laughs> sorry. We have a really big poster of Danny DeVito in here, as previously mentioned, and it's actually a little frightening with only <laughs> went in a dark room with only red led lights besides the point before we tell you who we're fighting for today just gonna go over the rules and such really quick fight to the death consists of three rounds round one physical traits round two fun facts and round three whatever the fuck else um then we have a friend, a fellow podcaster, whomstever, come on and judge the rounds. Rounds are scored out of five points. Total thing is scored out of 15. And whoever has the most points at the end wins. <laughs> that sounded more like a dying cat. But I appreciate the effort. Did I miss anything? Is there anything else we need to add? No. Nah. All right, Sammy, you won last fight to the death. Yeah. So. Would you like to introduce your person first? Mm-hmm. Pretty proud of this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kermit the Frog will Kermit be fighting. Kermit the Frog. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, and I'm fighting for the Geico Gecko. Got two green things today. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's just let's just get right into it. Do you want to go first? Well, you get to go first because you won last time. All right. All right. We're kicking it off with some physical facts. Physical right. traits. Number one. Number one. Kermit. <laughs> Kermit was actually originally made from a coat, and his eyes were ping pong balls. That sounds terrifying. Yeah, no, I looked up pictures. It was. Mm. I'm really glad. Furthermore, he was not actually a frog at first. He was oh, so he's Kermit the imposter. <laughs> yeah. That's what you're saying. Pretty much. Okay. He was an undetermined species. <laughs> okay. He is. Oh, I'll let you guess. How old do you think Kermit is? Mm, is it less than 100 years? I feel like it has yeah. to be less than 100 years. Let's go for a solid 65. He's 58. That's actually not that far off. That wasn't that wasn't bad. He's elderly. All right. So, Kermit is because he's 58 years old. He is wise. He is mm. a wise old frog. Mhm. Undetermined species. A wise old undetermined <laughs> species. <laughs> yes. Um Kermit also has 
2,353 siblings. Oh, wow. So, I thought you were going to say children. And I was like, Kermit's a player. <laughs> um, no. That's a lot of his. He so Kermit's, are they all biological? Yeah, I believe so. Is it all with the same parents? Yes. How does that happen? (laughs) I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know the logistics of puppet frog reproduction. (laughs) Thank you very much. (laughs) Let's just move on. But the point is that Kermit not only is wise, but he can also call for backup. Where is he in the lineup? Four. Oh, that I don't know, actually. Um, points off for not knowing your facts. Hey, <laughs> you almost made me choke on my apple juice. Hey, Kermit is left-handed too, and as many imagine left- being a lefty. As many left-handed people have told me, apparently, left-handed people are superior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is solely going to based with that off because I'm right-handed, but it's fine. Whatever. It's solely based off of what left-handed people have told me. Mm-hmm. So you're just going to take people's opinions now. In this case, this is no longer a factual segment. Uh, he also has five fingers and opposable thumbs. Wow. Yes. Look at him. Look at him go. Why am I hyping him up? Sorry. Your turn. Okay. Uh, the guy Gecko physical traits. According to wikifur.com, I added in my notes, like Wikipedia, but for furries. Yeah. The things I do for this show. Uh, The Geico Gecko is a day gecko, uh, so I base all of his physical traits off of the species of gecko that he is. So day geckos are green, um, which means they can camouflage in leaves, um, to which I also said maybe it's actually easier being green, Kermit, because, you know, he has that song that's like, it's not easy being green. Maybe Kermit just doesn't understand the benefits of camouflage, but whatever. Um, Their tails are as long as or longer than their bodies. So that's pretty sick. He can go like, wacha, you know, with his tail. (laughs) Usually, wacha. And he speaks with a British working class accent. So he feels more like a human. He's more like a cool friend who happens to be a gecko and also isn't real. Wonderful. That's That's what I've got. Go ahead. Round two. Round two. (laughs) I'm going to have to make like a sound (laughs) clip of that. I love it. Okay. He, as in Kermit. (laughs) Why did you say it like that? Because. No, wait, hold on. (laughs) He, as in Kermit, has a doctorate degree from Southampton College. And I said he is in Kermit because I wanted to make sure that no one thought, like, the puppeteer. (laughs) You could have just said Kermit. But, like. What is is his degree in? uh, His degree is. uh, Dang, I thought I wrote it down. More points off for not knowing your facts. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay. He may or may not be married to Miss Piggy. So that's not a fun fact. No, but I think that's I think that's cool because either she's his girlfriend and, you know, is going to be anyone else up who tries to harm him Mm -hmm. or she is his wife and is going to try to beat up anyone who harms him. So he's in a relationship with Miss Piggy. Probably. Okay, (laughs) maybe we're speculating here. He is a doc. uh, He is a decorated author. 
and has wrote many children's books. Many, many children's, children's books. Kermit himself. Kermit himself. Wow, I didn't yeah. know puppets could write. I didn't either. The more you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yup. There is now a species of frog that was recently discovered. Gestubbered? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gestubbered? That's my favorite new word. And uh, they named it, they named th- them the Kermit species because they look a lot like Kermit. I want to see that frog. They probably look so dumb. Oh, they do. I, I love it. Uh, and finally, he was part of the ice bucket challenge, which I just think hats off to him. I mean, I can't yeah. really remember the ice bucket challenge, but it was cold. So for ALS. Plus, I think Kermit would have a lot harder of a time drying off because not only is he, he is a puppet and cold blooded. Oh, yeah. 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 That makes it very hard to get dry. Mm-hmm. I know from experience. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to ignore that. Fun. Are you done? Yes. Okay. Fun facts about the Geico Gecko. Number one, his real name is Martin. Oh, I do not like that. Oh, I wrote in my notes, I love that name. It's epic. (laughs) I think it fits him very well. Nope. It fits him very well. Uh, Number two, he was voted America's favorite advertising icon. The people have spoken, Sammy, and they chose Martin. Also, it literally says icon in the name. Therefore, he is an icon. Um, Like Kermit, Martin is also a published author. And he wrote a book called You're Only Human, A Guide to Life. I want to read it. I'm going to buy it. Uh, It's in my Amazon cart. Um, Is it really? Yes. Oh. Yes. (laughs) Did we not already discuss that I bought a fake tattoo printer this week? Yes, I suppose Are you surprised? Um, he's been in more than 150 commercials. Look at him go hard at work. Uh, he's British. British people are cool. For example, Tom Holland. <laughs> uh, he once wielded the Infinity Gauntlet in a commercial following the release of Avengers Endgame. He, in the commercial, he imagines a world where he can wield the gauntlet and all of the stones. And then he snaps his fingers and cuts the price of car insurance in half. In half, Sammy. Wow. And car insurance is expensive. That is incredibly stupid. He cut he cut the price of car insurance. Sammy, mm. car insurance is expensive. Do you not have to pay for car insurance? I do. Imagine if your car insurance was cut in half. I think I have Geico. <laughs> then you should be in support of this. Anyway, uh, let's not forget he can save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Um, and yeah, car insurance is expensive. So Martin's just, he's really out here looking out for us and i appreciate that (laughs) yes is that all that yes that is all okay okay to wrap up kermit the frog will win this fight to the death you sound very confident yes i am not only because of his wisdom and strength but because he is probably immortal (laughs) in a way he is because he's a puppet (laughs) Kermit has touched the lives of generations of people and has brought more hope and wonder to people who meet him. While the Geico Gecko is there for your money, Kermit is there for your... He's there to save you money, Sammy. Kermit is there for your soul. I'm fairly certain that he is about the simple lives of these people on Earth. Wait, (laughs) hold on. Huh? He is above. I wrote about. 
<laughs> so you're saying he's better than us. Yes. Okay. I'm insulted, but it's fine. Call him what you will. A loser. An angel. <laughs> <laughs> Enlightened. Immortal. But the point is... A stupid puppet. <laughs> yes. The point is, Kermit can never, ever die. Ever. <laughs> is that a threat? Yes. Um, I'm going to... Uh, in in my final statement, I'm going to add something as oh, a rebuttal to what? your final statement. As a rebuttal to your final statement, um, we may be only human, but Martin, the Geico Gecko, is so much more. Sammy, since 1999, this absolute king and advertising icon, as he was voted by the American people, who have spoken, has touched the hearts of many Americans and saved them 15 percent or more. On their car insurance in the process. And as a new driver, I can confirm that car insurance is expensive as fuck. So I appreciate that. (laughs) He may not be the biggest physically, but he has a huge heart. And all he wants to do is help drivers not go broke as fuck. What more could you possibly want from him? Also, he could just rip Kermit's head off and Kermit's head would not go back. However, Geico's... Geckos. You lose it for right there. <laughs> However, geckos. I'm going to edit that out. No, you Ge- can't. I'm going to. <laughs> geckos can regenerate their limbs. So if Kermit wants to like rip his tail off or anything, it's going to grow back. No tail off his butt. <laughs> um, in conclusion, Martin is cool and should definitely win this fight. The end. Go, Martin. I love you. <laughs> Go, King. All right. I want a gecko now. Do you? I do. Would you name it Martin? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Okay, well, that wraps up the fight to the death. And we'll have someone's going to judge it now. Hello, we'll pass it on over to our friend. Go friend. Go friend indeed. Thank you, Taya and Sammy, for inviting me to judge fight to the death. I'm Matt Kale, host of Comedy Night Podcasted Right. When you first asked me to judge, I was humbled by the honor. But then I was a little nervous. After hearing epic battles like Miley Cyrus versus the Kool-Aid Man and John Mulaney versus a giant rat, I thought I might have been in way over my head. But after hearing your arguments, I think I got this covered. Frog versus Gecko, Amphibian versus Lizard, Kermit versus Martin? I've been given a very loose set of instructions on how to score this. So I'm adhering to my own headcanon that I decided upon long ago. This is a fight to the death. So my judgment will be based on both offense and defense. Points will be given for proving both a killer instinct and survival instincts. That being said, let's get to round one. Kermit the Frog slash Undetermined Muppet Species. Sammy states that Kermit was made out of an old coat and ping pong ball eyes. You try to pass off being 58 years old as being a positive, saying he is wise. While this is true, I don't believe wisdom is a physical attribute. Considering he was already made out of used materials 58 years ago, I doubt his durability, and he likely won't even hold up very well in a fight to the death at all. However, what he lacks in defense, he makes up for in offense. He has 2,353 siblings. Wikipedia tells me that frogs are born in groups of eggs called a clutch. So, assuming puppet frogs work by the same biomechanics, 
Kermit has 2,353 fraternal siblings essentially born at the same time as him. Granted, they would also all be 58 years old, but that's a huge squad to back you up. And you know what else is clutch? <laughs> what a pun. <laughs> is that Kermit has opposable thumbs. Opposable thumbs help you make a fist. That'd be 4,706 more fists if all of his siblings come out to fight. Kermit is also left-handed, as all Muppets are, since the puppeteer would control the mouth with his or her right hand and then use their left hand to control the Muppet's left hand. I don't even have to Google that one. I'm just a huge nerd that knows that kind of thing. But the important thing here is that this makes Kermit a Southpaw. Southpaws are statistically more likely to win in combat sports like boxing or MMA since most fighters aren't used to facing anyone who's left-handed and all the attacks come from the opposite direction than they expect. All in all, I'd say Kermit and his gang could probably kill anyone they set their sights on if they don't fall apart at the seams first. I award Kermit 3.5 points out of 5. Tay is much more sparse on the details about the Geico Gecko, but perhaps less is more since I'll have less details to pick apart. The gecko uses his green skin to his advantage to camouflage against predators. Full marks for defense here. And showing that he understands the benefits of being green, that's some great shade. You know, shade like a color. That's another pun. This is fantastic. But it'd be damn near impossible for ping pong ball eyes to ever find him if he were hiding. A British accent is not a physical attribute, but a long tail certainly is. I guess he could probably use his tail as some sort of weapon. Therefore, in a complete inverse to Kermit, he's all defense and practically no offense. I think, at best, I can give the Gecko 3 out of 5 for physical traits. Moving on to round 2, fun facts. Kermit has an honorary doctorate, BFD. Unless it was an ass-kicking, it doesn't matter here. Same with being a children's author or having a species of frog named after him. None of these strike fear into my heart. However, Sammy did bring up Kermit's paramour, Miss Piggy. That pig is violent and erratic. Full marks for offense. You also mentioned Kermit took the ALS ice bucket challenge, which could have been very risky due to being made from an old coat and being cold-blooded. However, I watched the video for myself, and he survived it. He must be much more tough than I originally imagined. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention what the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge accomplished. Over $220 million was raised for research into ALS. Money raised has directly funded research into DNA sequencing techniques that are isolating the genetic drivers for ALS. And this has led to vast improvements in targeted gene therapies and development of new drugs to fight this disease. This is fight to the death. But the fact that Kermit helped save lives is pretty amazing. Considering he survived ice-cold water and has Miss Piggy to fight his battles, I award him the full five points in the fun facts round. Don't worry, Martin. You're coming up next. Now, Martin doesn't exactly strike me as a lethal name. Martin Freeman, Martin Lawrence, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Martin Scorsese, Martin Sheen, Martin Short... None of these guys are that scary. In fact, I just said Martin so many times, it doesn't even sound like a word anymore. Martin also wrote a book. Much like Kermit, big friggin' deal. He has starred in over 150 commercials and was voted America's favorite advertising icon. I honestly don't believe any of these things could protect him in a fight to the death. However, Taya, you brought up that Martin once wielded the Infinity Gauntlet. Granted, he only used the power to bend reality to his will to save everyone money on their car insurance. 
I guess, in some way, I could see this as being advantageous if, during the fight to the death, a passerby could help him out since Martin saved him so much money. But, honestly, the real story here is that Martin snapped his fingers while wearing the Infinity Gauntlet and was no worse for wear. It almost killed Thanos, the Mad Titan, when he snapped his fingers. It almost killed the Incredible Hulk when he snapped his fingers. It's been two years. If you haven't seen the movie yet, what's wrong with you? But it straight up killed Tony Stark when he snapped his fingers. Iron Man. Martin didn't even feel the thing. There is more to this gecko than meets the eye. Just for the fact that he can use the Infinity Gauntlet with almost no repercussions, I have to award Martin, the Geico Gecko, a full five points for round two as well. This is pretty damn close heading into the WTF round. It could almost be anyone's fight to the death at this point. Sammy's closing argument is that Kermit is probably immortal. This is true. How could you actually kill Kermit? There's got to be like 30 spare copies of him back at Jim Henson's creature shop. Kermit transcends our material world. He's as beloved by the young and old today as he was when he was first stitched together. That being said, would he even want to kill Martin? He's too busy looking for the rainbow connection with the lovers and the dreamers. While being unkillable, I don't see him wanting to fight. He's above something as simple as fighting. So I only award Kermit two and a half points. Taya also mentions that Martin has a huge heart as well. And he just wants to help drivers save on their car insurance. This isn't exactly leading me to believe that he'd want to fight Kermit to the death either. But we do get another amazing fact. Geckos can regenerate limbs. So ultimately, Kermit's going to have a hell of a time trying to kill him if he can just keep growing back anything that gets torn off. Therefore, judging Martin by the same metric I judged Kermit, I can only award him two and a half points as well. So, in conclusion, in a very close decision, the winner, 11 points to 10 and a half, is Kermit the Frog. Now that being said, if this is somehow sponsored by Geico, I could be convinced to slip Martin a bonus point to save some money on my own car insurance. Although, honestly, I can't imagine these two would even want to fight each other. Martin be too busy trying to save Kermit some cash, while Kermit would just be sipping on some tea, acting like it's none of his business. Now, if you want to hear more from me, you can check out my show, Comedy Night Podcasted Right, wherever you get your podcasts. It's a look back at the all-too-brief time in history where new episodes of Community... Parks and Recreation, The Office, and 30 Rock aired in a two-hour block on NBC on Thursday nights. I go over the shows week over week, tell you about what else was going on in the world that day, and reflect on how these shows were considered a ratings disaster when they originally aired. It's for fans of all four of the series, or even if you're just a fan of one of them. Sammy and Taya, thank you so much for inviting me to judge this fantastic fight to the death. I owe you big time. I'll have to get you on my show as soon as possible. And with that, I'll leave you with my own set of fake air horns. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Yay! Thank you, friend. All right, Sammy, it's your turn. All right. All I right. have an interesting segment because I was bored. And put your Chromebook down. Ah, thank you. You're, you're welcome. <clears throat> and so uh I You were bored? Yeah, well, hmm. I didn't know you had the capability to be bored. I feel like you're always doing things. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, this was probably during uh, class that I didn't want to be ah, in. Makes sense. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I was searching the internet as I do. As you do you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Which is why I found this strange article. <coughs> oh, we're going to learn things? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> 
I feel like that perfectly summarizes our show. <laughs> oh, we're going to learn things? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. So, as I was searching the internet, I wanted to know what the weirdest foods out there were. Ooh. And so, I clicked on a website that I probably, looking back, should have known was probably not a website to click on. <laughs> In what way? Because it was not related at... Whoa. <laughs> I'm glad I got that. I just changed the color of the lights because the red was scaring me. Wow. No, it's like I thought I passed out for a second. Good morning, Sammy. I changed the lights from red to blue in Vegas. Whoa. That had the same energy as the time that I kicked this door and just screamed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. For anyone wondering, it is moderately late on a Saturday night, and we're both just done. <laughs> to be clear, moderately eight, late is 7.30. It's, it's 7.31 on a Saturday. Hey, I had to wake up at 8.30 this morning. <laughs> okay. So I'm tired. 8.30 is not that early. <laughs> yes, it is. It is for Okay, getting back to the point. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, I found an article that was kind of about the 50s. I don't know. Oh my god, anyway, the 50s? We learned about that in history. I learned about all the weird foods that Ooh. they came up with. Okay. So, I'm going to give you the title of a name, and you're going to describe... <laughs> the title of a name? Yes, of the meal. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to describe what it is. Okay. okay? <clears throat> the first one is called the banana candle. <laughs> it's a food? Yeah. Is it also a candle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I doing? Okay, for I'm, this one, I'm explaining describe, what the ingredients are. Yeah, describe how you would make a banana candle. How you would make how I would make a banana candle? Yes. Can we actually make one? Yes. Based on my uh-huh. thing? Okay. <laughs> Banana can and it has to be able to burn like a candle. Yeah. Correct? Okay. Hmm. The banana candle. Step one gelatin. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I want it to be squishy. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it I feel like this is a gelatinous candle. <laughs> what if I made the everything candle gelatinous? <laughs> Imagine if it's like squishy. Stop. You can, like, stop. You can like throw no. it at people. That's just, oh God. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> okay, the banana candle. Step one is gelatin. <laughs> gelatin step two you're gonna take those <laughs> banana candies you know the, no <laughs> so gross no i love those Ew. um <clears throat> and you're gonna use a pistol and mortar that's what it's called right i have no idea the the little bowl with the oh maybe with the, 
place. I think that's what it's called. The little bowl with the mashy thing. Yeah. And you're going to ground them up into a fine powder. <laughs> you're then going to put um, a, a dash, just a dash of vanilla flavored almond milk. Like literally the smallest amount you can possibly put in. Like just pouring it like a, what, what, you know, <laughs> what, you know, and then, and then you're going to put it in your blender and you're going to blend it on high for 30 minutes. <laughs> That's a long time. Every three minutes, you're going to take an eyedropper and you're going to put one drop of vanilla in it once every three minutes for the 30 minute duration. You should have 10 drops total, but they have to be added in in three minute increments. And then when it comes out. You're gonna put it in a a a little what whatever small bakeable item you have, and you're gonna put it in the oven for seven hours <laughs> at three hundred and seventeen degrees, and every thirty seven minutes and five seconds you have to rotate it four degrees to the right. <laughs> And then after that, hold on. Are you are you saying you want to make this one? <laughs> Why are you making this so hard? I feel like the banana candle is. Not I cannot a wait until to tell you how it's made. Banana candle is not a simple recipe. I cannot wait. Um, after you take it out of the oven, you have to immediately throw it into a bucket of ice water, and let it sit there for twenty seven seconds. Um, then you take it out, you plop it on your counter. It'll make a plopping noise because remember it's gelatinous, and then you can light it on fire, and it's a tasty snack. Okay, here's how you make a banana <laughs> candle: you stick a wick in a banana and set the banana on fire. Okay, <laughs> that's a banana candle. I like my version way better. Okay, the second <laughs> thing that they had was Seven Up in your milk. Yes or no? The soda. 7-Up. 7-Up is like a lemon-lime soda, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely not. Okay. No. I just threw that. I hate milk. In case anyone, I don't know if anyone cares. Milk, especially just like plain milk, is so nasty. Mm. If you just drink plain milk for fun, are you okay? Probably not. (laughs) Okay. I don't like milk, so no. No, 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 no. No. Okay. Okay. This one... Um, you kind of have to see the picture to really understand how disgusting it is. But you have the picture? No. Uh, however, I'll give you a brief description okay. with the title of what it's called. Okay. Igloo meatloaf. You can probably imagine how <laughs> awful it looks. Is it brown? It's brown. No. No, but like not like a, a nice brown. It's like one of those gray like browns. Like meatloaf brown. Meatloaf is a gross color. Mm. You can't go right with meatloaf. Nope. Okay, so I want you to describe what was running through the mind of the person who invented this. Okay. <clears throat> POV. Would you would you like a description of what the meatloaf igloo looks like? No. Okay. You can tell me after. POV. I'm the person that invented the meatloaf igloo. It's 317 on a Wednesday morning, 3.17 a.m. On uh, a Wednesday. It was made in, like, the 50s, just to give you reference. Okay. I stand by what I said. Okay. It's 3.17 on a Wednesday morning in August. And I'm a 
37-year-old man. (laughs) I have long curly hair and I wear swim goggles unironically. (laughs) Good. Um, I spent the day drinking plain milk and dancing with my cows. I'm a farmer. In case you were wondering. Oh, good. Because otherwise I was going to be very concerned. <laughs> I'm a farmer, in case you're wondering. And I I woke up suddenly at 3.12 a.m. after a vivid dream. In this dream, I was eating the best meal of my life. What were you eating, you may ask? I was eating an igloo made of meatloaf. And I thought to myself, that needs to happen, and that needs to happen right now. So I sprung up out of my bed. I went to my kitchen. I got some meat. <laughs> Just meat? I had it. Okay. I like meat. <laughs> I, I cu- cooked it like you do. Okay. <laughs> I, I, made, I made the meatloaf. My mom made me meatloaf all the time when I lived with her, so I know how to do it. I made the meatloaf, and then I squished it around and carved it and such until it was the shape of an igloo. And then I ate it in one bite. Wow. That is not how they do it. Uh, Meatloaf igloo. Didn't you want me to be creative, Sammy? Isn't that the point? Let me give you a description. Okay. You got your hunk of meatloaf. Yeah. All right. It looks like it's probably roadkill. Okay. That's been grinded into a fine meat. Well, as a farmer who is doing silly things at three in the morning, it probably is roadkill. Probably. Mm-hmm. Or maybe one of your cows that you I would never have. hurt them. Okay. They're dairy cows, Sammy. Nothing more. All right. Continue. Und- understood. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad. All right. So what you do is you take cottage cheese. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You had to say that as soon as I took a sip of my juice. (laughs) Cottage cheese in itself is vile. So gross. (laughs) I hate it. I don't want to make any of these. I take it back. (laughs) And they basically plop it on the meatloaf and spread it so it's like icing on a cake. No, they do not. Then they decorate it with, like, other things. (laughs) I couldn't identify what the other things were, though, so maybe that's for the best. Uh, Next item on the list is honeydew melon, uh, and, like, around it is cream cheese. And they called it a salad. I would like to know why. First of all, that actually sounds pretty good. Gross. No, because hear me out. Hear me out. No, absolutely. No, hear not. me out. That is when so when nasty. we get like fruit platters, like we get fruit platters from the grocery store, and it comes with like a cream cheese dip. <gasps> it comes. With, not. It's not cream cheese, but it's like a cream cheese dip. Gross. Honeydew melon in that actually slaps. Besides the point. Why they called it a salad? Yeah. Why would you call honeydew melon and cream cheese a salad? Because it's green. And people want to feel good about themselves. What? That's it. All right. I have one. They're like, I'm going to eat a salad. Wow. That's exactly how they said it, too. 
I have one more backstory for one you. One more. You can't use the same person, though. Okay. Okay. It'll be okay. a different person. Okay. Um, I want you to describe the backstory to the birth of the steak pudding cup. <laughs> Let that sink in. Can you in. describe it to me? <laughs> so it's like the fat from steak in a pudding cup. So not even like the good, not even like steak. I'm assuming that there's like steak chunks in it, but it's like... What kind of pudding? Chocolate? No, it's... That's the pudding. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No, what? Uh-huh. No. It might be like wrapped in something. Hold on. Let me see if I can find the picture so it a can... steak... It's not in so a they pudding didn't, like, cup, They though. didn't like put steak in pudding. They made pudding out of steak? I, I'm pulling up. Oh, what? wait, wait. This is the, this is the igloo. Delicious. No. It does look like an igloo. Yeah. You said it didn't. Uh, well, sorry. <laughs> These are the steak pudding cups. Just for better reference. First of all, no. Second of all, um. I don't hmm. actually know what it's made of. Let me look and see if I can Um, tell. so what, okay. Um. Let me read the description. Oh, okay, please. You will be charmed by the dainty little puddings. So wonderful, light, and digestible when made with Aurora. <laughs> the novelty of a small pudding for each person will make a refreshing change. And not only that, you are able to prepare the right quantity without risking the shortage of... Or having wasteful leftovers. The good beef sweet. <sighs> I hate it. Okay, I found I found the ingredients. Okay. Four ounces of self-raising flour. Uh, two ounces of breadcrumbs. And three ounces of shredded atora. Atora? I have no idea what that Probably, means. I don't know. Maybe it's a type of steak. It must be. Probably. It must be. Okay. So what? Okay. Um. The person who invented this was definitely on something. Probably. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not going to name things. This is a not the place or the time. Not the podcast. Not the place. Not the pod. But they were on something. It was messing them up a little bit. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. They were feeling a little, they were feeling a little funky-wonky, you know? As you do, it happens. And they were like... Maybe they were high off of love. Don't say that ever again. <laughs> hated, the, <laughs> hated the mental picture okay, that can, gave me. Can you please edit that out, I please? I will not. Please. I will I not. I didn't mean it like however you just interpreted it. No, I interpreted it the way you meant it. No. I just still don't like it. Okay. No, I know what you mean and I don't like. Um, <laughs> but we're going with it. They were a high off of love. Um, this is a young woman. She's in love with a man. She's way too good for him. Probably. But the cultural circumstances have told her otherwise. Mm. Sad, sad world. Anyway, she's you're better than her sis. You're better than him, sister. She's a badass bitch. Yeah, and he's a weak ass man. <laughs> anyway, uh, but he works in coal mines, so he's not actually that weak. Anyway, oh did, really? Were there coal mines in the um, 50s? 
Probably. I would think he would work at like a corporate company, though. No. No? No. Okay. No, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but she loves him, and he doesn't hate her that much, and she wants to treat him good. And his favorite food is steak, and his favorite dessert is pudding. So Ooh. one day when he's at work, she thinks to herself, what if I made him the best food he could ever imagine? A steak pudding. And so she did. She did it out of love. And he loved it so much. Well, it came from a good place, I guess. It came from, she, her heart, you know, she's a great lady. She, her name is Beatrice. Oh. I lo- she's a sweetie Bobidi. you mm-hmm. know? She was just, wrong time for her. You mm-hmm. know, she, if she, if Beatrice was alive right now, if she was a young woman today, Beatrice would be thriving. It was just she. Would, yeah. She just got a little unlucky, but it's okay, Beatrice. If you're listening right now, we're here for you, sister, and we love you. Pop off, queen. Good. Okay. Except, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> but I'll forgive you because I love you. We have one more segment. One more segment. That was so good. Thank you. Okay. I'm feeling so. very singity wingity today. I have a lot of energy. I had a lot of caffeine before. This. Did you? Mm-hmm. I can tell. <laughs> This next segment is science. You actually might learn something. Ew. You're welcome. Is it good science? Or it's like cool bad? science. It's fun science. Yeah. It's not physics. No. No. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, Taya, my first question is, if you would like to possess the power of a single animal in the world, what would it be? If I could have the power of a single animal in the world and still be a human? Yeah, like Spider-Man. Like, be a human, but have the power of an animal. Yeah. An electric eel. Ooh! If someone pissed me off, you'd just be like, zip. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It, wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it probably wouldn't kill him. It would, like, mess him up a little bit. Nice. Electric My eel. answer was kind of close. What'd you say? Well, here, I, I came up with oh, a lot I have of another scientific one, facts. <laughs> no, go ahead, because mine um, is long. I would say that or a firefly so my butt can close. <laughs> You would not believe your eyes. <laughs> Ten billion fireflies. <laughs> Ten billion fireflies. I can't even remember if it was thousand or million. Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> you would not believe your eyes. If Ten, Ten million thousand fireflies. fireflies. I think it's thousand. Okay. Right? I'm going to look it up while you talk. <laughs> All right. My answer was the jellyfish. Ooh. For so many reasons. And Please here comes me. the science. All right? I actually, I actually learned. Ew. Some species, <laughs> these will be fast facts. Okay. Some species of jellyfish are predicted to be older than dinosaurs. 60,000 jellyfish wow. were <laughs> watched into space for experiments. It is 10 million fireflies. I knew it. I yeah. was right. Good job. I'm really, I'm really Thank proud of you. Thank you. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Um, jellyfish do not have hearts or brains. And I think that That sounds Dor- like a pretty sad existence. Well, I was thinking Dorothy would have a field day with a jellyfish, you know? No heart, mm-hmm. no brain. I mean, that that's like... Follow the yellow brick road, bitch. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> they also don't have a backbone, so they're invertebrates. The hmm. box jellyfish is the most venomous marine animal in the world. And Yo, can- we could be sick-ass marine animals together. 
You be you could be a jellyfish running around stinging people. I could be an electric eel. I could be like, you know, like they do. <laughs> That's Good. my uh, electric eel impression. <laughs> the, je- the certain types of box jellyfish can kill adults. Whoa. Yeah. Ninety five percent of a jellyfish, a je- jellyfish's makeup. You know, like <laughs> their organs and everything. <laughs> Oh no, I thought you meant their lipstick. (laughs) It's made up of water. So 95% of them is water. Well, so they're basically just water water floating in water. Yeah. So are jellyfish wet? (laughs) That's so awesome. We can't have this talk right now. All right. That'll be on a different day. Yeah. Groups of jellyfish can be referred to as a bloom, a smack, or a swarm. I like smack. Me too. All right. This is a fact. It's actually a myth that I recently learned and everyone should now be aware of. (laughs) Urine does not help with pain. It doesn't? No, it doesn't. Someone told me it did I know. Someone told me it did Why doesn't it help? It it actually makes it worse because the chemicals can um, make the toxins from the jellyfish stings inflame. The chemicals is in the acid or the other thing? I don't know Because I specifics. saw somewhere once that you could also use vinegar because it's an acid. So I wonder if it's like the fact that urine is like, bleh, you know? Mm. Yeah. So huh. don't don't pee on each other. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a rule for everything. Just in general, don't pee on <laughs> each other. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm sad to n- say that I did not know that. So, why have you peed on someone before, Sammy? <laughs> no, but I've been stung by a jellyfish. Really? Yeah. Did it hurt? Yeah. I mean, like, why did it sort oh, of? <laughs> that was like the thing. Did you see? Oh no, you didn't see. Um, I was in in my history group chat. One of our one of our friends was like, these these history readings are so weird. And one of them, an interviewer asked a Viet uh, a person was interviewing a soldier from Vietnam, and they were like. You got shot in the Vietnam War. Did it hurt? <laughs> he was like, of course it hurt. <laughs> that had the same energy. I was like, oh, you were stung by a jellyfish. Did it hurt? <laughs> well, certain jellyfish don't sting. Like the moon jellyfish, I've held jellyfish Well, before. obviously, if it doesn't sting, it's not going to hurt. But if it stings, <laughs> I think it probably yeah. would. <laughs> anyway. Um, jellyfish are also not actually fish. Well, that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a type of jellyfish. I'm going to try and pronounce it for you. Turritopis dorini. Can I try to read it? Yes. It's it's the larger. Why is your the... screen so dark? Because. What one is it? Why is yours so light? It's the oh, one so in spelled... italics. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I won't say it. Um, tur. Hold on. Yeah, good <laughs> luck. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 Come on, Latin. Turritopsis? Maybe? Yeah, Turritopsis. Whoa, bright. I would also just like to point out that the word underlined on the bottom is spelled so horrifically wrong. Thank you. We'll get to that in a minute. So, Turritopsis. Turritopsis. We're going to. Turritopsis? 
We're going to call it the turtle jellyfish. That's not the name of the jellyfish, oh. but for these purposes, we'll call it the turtle the jellyfish. Turtle jelly. <laughs> the turtle jellyfish. So not only is it not a fish, it's also not a turtle. <laughs> Correct. I want to make Good. it clear. I totally made that name up. Good. I tried to say the real name, but couldn't. It's turtle. So we're going to call think. it turtle. We'll ask Jill. She does that. Mm. I, I almost said she speaks fish. <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> we'll, we'll ask her. These jellyfish are thought to be immortal. Whoa. Give me immortals. Anyway. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. I see you in the voice. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is going to be so hard to edit because I'm going to have to stop so much. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> Dear future Taya, I'm so sorry. I'm also sorry, future me. Go get yourself a snack and take a deep breath. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. So when the Toratopia storny jellyfish dies, it sinks to the sea floor. And then, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. That was very dramatic. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. A baby jellyfish with the same exact genetic makeup of the previous jellyfish pops out of the old jellyfish and starts life over. Wait, so it does like asexual reproduction post-mortem? Yeah! That's badass! I know! <gasps> so cool! What? That's actually really cool. I know! Also, I felt really smart saying that. <laughs> it does asexual reproduction <laughs> post-mortem? That was smart. Thank you. I liked it. Watch, someone's going to listen and be like, that's not it at all. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Certain types of jellyfish are also bioluminescent. <gasps> yeah. So yeah. And it's you, like would you like firefly? to tell the people, would you like to spell bioluminescent for the people, please? <laughs> it's bio and then alum in essence. Just, can you spell it, please? <laughs> well, I just want to quickly point out that um, to your to your firefly, my butt could also glow <laughs> because jellyfish are bioluminescent. Hey, but you know what's so fun is that you still haven't spelled bioluminescent. <laughs> Hey, you can't spell trash, okay? T-R-A-S-H. Go. Spell it. Spell uh, it right now. Okay. Are you recording this? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, you I have the correct it, but... smell. I have the correct oh. spelling on my phone so I can see how close you are. B-I-O-I-L-L-U-M-I-N-E-C-N-T. <laughs> Bioluminescent. It's B-I-O-L-U-M-I-N-E-C-N-T. <laughs> E-S-C-E-N-C-E. -E -E. Well, that's bioluminescence. It's not illuminescent. It's just luminescent. <laughs> wow. That was, that was very funny. My point was Can we do a spelling bee? Glow. One episode? No. No, that would be so funny. No, it would. No, that would be so funny because neither of us can spell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that would be really funny. That would be so good for comedic purposes. We can both do it. So we'll both look bad. <laughs> I know I look bad, but no one else needs to listen to that. Sammy, honey... Who wants to listen to me not be able to spell Carrie? Sammy, I can't spell Sammy, Carrie. Sammy, my friend. If someone is listening to this right now, they know we're stupid. We have nothing to lose. Yeah, but how do you how do you spell Carrie then? Uh C A R <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. You're so close. <laughs> you can't finish it. C A R Y? C A R I E S? <laughs> That's Carrie's. There's two R's. <laughs> C A R R Y. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> this episode is so good. You know what word I got out um, for spelling uh, in the spelling bee of fifth grade? What word? White. <laughs> How did you spell it? I don't know. <laughs> I think I put an H somewhere. There is an H. <laughs> fights to the deaths are a little dry but there's nothing dry about this <laughs> including my eyes i'm crying a little <laughs> sammy what's your favorite song this week all right my favorite song this week is fireflies by owl city you would not believe your, your eyes if, if 10, 10 million flyer fly that's really good thank you i try what was your favorite show or movie this week sammy <sighs> <laughs> She's buffering. Hold on, guys. <laughs> Rebooting. <laughs> I wish you could all see Sammy right now, but you can't because she's not real. Um, definitely, I haven't watched this show in like over a year. <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't seen this show. <laughs> well, we've done that before. Yeah, you have. I guess I don't. I don't know why. I'd I want to see Ryan the Last Dragon. Not the point. Okay. Uh. I would say, um, uh, wait, I just had one. Ah, crap. Go. Okay, my favorite song this week is called Sticky Fingers by Pick Limitless. Pack. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't want to forget it. <laughs> I'm really glad. Is it a show or a movie? Show. And What's movie. It about? It's both. Yeah. What's it about? It's, uh, it's about, it's about drugs. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Um, my favorite song this week is called Sticky Fingers. It's my pick of attack. My favorite show this week is Superstore. I watched the finale this week. It was a mosh. Really? Fuck. I got a little teary. Do they get married? No. Oh, why? Uh, when was the last time you watched Superstore? Oh. A lot changes in the last, like, two seasons. Really? Like, a lot. You should finish it. Okay. It got a little, eh. Me. But... It was a good. I was satisfied with the ending. I'll say that. Um, yeah. So my favorite show this week. I also watched a movie called. Oh shit! I gotta look now. Um, I keep forgetting the name of the thing because it's kind of weird. Um, what the hell is my phone doing? Um, hold on. Oh, <clears throat> it's called As Above, So Below. It's a, like a psychological thriller. Um, and Ooh. basically most of the movie, the people are stuck underground. So that, as you can probably imagine, was a delightful movie to watch alone in my basement. Um, I did not have fun. But it was a pretty good movie. Um, so that, I had a show and a movie this week. <laughs> so not, not saying I'm really cool or anything, but, you know. Mm. All right. And... Before we go today, 
I need to stop doing that. Before we go today, really quick, guys, if you want to shoot us an email, you can email us offbeatworm at gmail.com. We love hearing from people. It makes my heart go woo, you know. Woo. Uh, woo. Um, if you want, you can also reach us by DMing us on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you know. Um, if you want to follow us on the social medias, uh, good words. For someone who's a podcast, I cannot speak. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram or Twitter, both of those are offbeat worm. And if you want to follow us on TikTok for quality premium content, that's offbeat worm pod. Uh, stickers link is in the show notes as always. Sources will be there, hopefully, if Sammy has her sources. You oh, I sources, do. Right? I wrote them all down. And I had my sources too, so sources will be in the show notes. We're, we're so good. We're so good. We're so good. We're so cool. We're so good. I'm glad we're applauding uh, ourselves for doing the basic effort. Um, I think that's everything, right? Social media, stickers, but if you want to leave us a rating or a review, if you're like, whoa, those girls are so funny, you can review us on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I would like to say that you should all think about fish. All right. <laughs> Not while I'm drinking my juice. <laughs> fish, you really don't think about fish until you have to. Fun fact, jellyfish are gelatinous as fuck. I had to put it in one more time. It's just a little funny. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Think about fish. I like I think about fish kind of often because I have fish, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also forget I have fish often, too, though. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think fish are very important. And I recently learned a lot about fish. I've been watching lots of TED Talks on my lunch breaks. <laughs> and I learned a lot about how we are hurting fish. <laughs> That's what you do in your lunch break? Yeah. I look at fish videos. <laughs> okay. Anything else you want to say? You seem to have a lot today. Nope. You that's can it. say if you want, if you have anything else. I think that's it. Just think about fish. Yeah. That's my final tidbit for today. All right. And we'll catch you. Oh, you skipped the thank you so much for listening. Oh, whoops. Thanks. <laughs> and we'll catch you on, on the, the offbeat. Thanks. <laughs> Hello, everyone. My name is Carl Highfield, and I am the host of a podcast called I Know You. Every week, I invite a guest with an interesting expertise and learn all about their life and experiences. We have covered episodes about topics ranging from coral to cults to sexual health. They ask me some questions, I answer those, and then they tell me why I'm wrong. We talk about their expertise and the thing they have experienced and generally have a lot of fun. It's a comedy podcast, so the goal is to be funny, but at the same time, I learn a lot, which is great. So if you want to listen to me being an idiot every week while also learning something new, please check out I Know You on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast platform. For more information, you can visit my Twitter and Instagram on at IKYPodcast and my website, IKYPodcast.com. Ladies and gentlemen, see you soon. <laughs>